0: This is Because I Said So, parenting advice with love and leadership from the nation's leading parenting expert, John Rosemond, syndicated columnist, author, conference speaker, and the only psychologist to point out that psychology has caused more problems than it has solved. From American Family Radio, here's your host, John Rosemond. Hello out there in American Family Radio land. Glad you can join us. I'm John Rosemond, and the show is called Because I Said So. We're all about parenting. If you're just joining us for the first time ever, you probably don't know this, but if you are joining us, if you're a regular listener, that is then you have heard me say on numerous occasions that I am a psychologist duly licensed by the North Carolina Psychology Board, but do not believe in psychology. And I want to flesh that out a little bit for you today because it is important, I believe, in the Christian community that we have a clear understanding of the toxic nature of psychology and a clear understanding of why psychology should not be admitted into the church, into its theology, into its thinking, and that uh, pastors should not be referring people to psychologists, even people who call themselves Christian psychologists, So, with that in mind, I was, as I said before, licensed by the North Carolina Psychology Board in 1979. I believed in psychology at the time. I really did think that psychology was a force for individual and cultural healing and salvation. And I dedicated myself, as I had in my undergraduate and graduate school years, to mastering the theory and the therapeutic techniques that lay behind psychology. You know, truly believing that people's emotional difficulties were to significant measure connected to how they were raised and that through the use of these theories and techniques, I could help people come to grips with the problems in their upbringing, the problems in their relationships with their parents as children, and help people resolve those issues and live happy, liberated lives. And began to realize, and this was fairly soon after, I was licensed in 1979, began to realize, and I won't go into all of the events, the germinal events that led to this realization, but slowly but surely began to realize that psychology was a pseudoscience, that it was an ideology, and that the ruling powers and the profession had really very little interest in the results of good research into human nature, that these were people who were espousing an atheistic, secular, humanistic philosophy, and that this philosophy was bogus. And that feeling grew until the year 2000 when I accepted Christ into my life. And it became very, very clear to me that psychology was a secular religion that one believed in by faith because there was no proof that would substantiate any of its claims, and that as a philosophy, and the sort of philosophy, in fact, that Paul spoke of in Colossians chapter 2, verse 8, where he warns against being taken captive by deceptive philosophies that depend on man's own thinking and what he calls traditions and not on Christ, I realized, it just became very, very clear to me that I had a choice to make. And that was between believing in psychology and believing in Christ Jesus. And I mean that very literally because a biblical worldview stands in complete 180 degree opposition to a psychological worldview. And when I say that psychology is a worldview, it is in fact that it is a, it is constituted by a set of propositions concerning the nature of human beings. And to be somewhat repetitive, these propositions stand in 180-degree opposition to a biblical understanding of human nature. For example, according to psychology, human beings are not sinful by nature. They are born pure, unsullied, as white as the driven snow, spiritually. And they become corrupted because of parental, familial, and societal influences in their lives, that turn their original goodness into that soil their original goodness and cause all kinds of emotional and behavior problems, including relationship problems. And of course, the Bible says no to all of that. The Bible says that we are born sinful from the get-go, that we inherit the sinful nature that Adam and Eve acquired when, through their disobedience in the Garden of Eden, when they chose Satan over God, and that as a result, we live in a broken world. We are broken as individuals. Our relationships are broken. Everything we do is broken. And that our salvation lies only through Christ Jesus and accepting him and his substitutionary atonement into our lives. And so at that point in time, I rejected psychology completely. And I uh, uh, whatever traces of belief that I had in psychology in the year 2000 evaporated very, very quickly. And believe me when I tell you that the truth will, in fact, set you free. My licensing board, I will tell you, and and this is no exaggeration, when I say this in front of an audience, uh, people tend to laugh, but my psychology board regrets the day they ever gave me a license because I go around the country and I tell my audiences When I'm in a setting that allows this, that uh, psychology has created more harm, has been more hurtful to the American child, parent, mother, father, marriage, family, school, community, and culture, than psychologists even know how to solve. They have created more problems than they know how to solve. In fact, they don't know how to solve any problems. They're kidding themselves, and they're kidding their clients. And the research pretty well substantiates what I just said. The research clearly substantiates that going to see a psychologist in the act or of going to see a psychologist, that an individual runs a high risk of getting worse. In fact, that the individual's risk of getting worse is about as uh, high as the individual's chance of getting better and that the individual's chance of getting better is just that. It's a chance. That's all it is. Uh, One-third of people who go to see psychologists later report that they felt that there was significant benefit to the counseling they received. One-third of people who go to see psychologists, and and I'm including other mental health professionals in this indictment as well, report that they got worse as a result of the encounter, and one-third of people report that uh, they neither got better nor got worse, but stayed just about the same. So on average, in other words... If you cancel out the people who got better with the people who got worse, then the overall result of going to see psychologists is zero. It is absolutely zero. And by the way, the research also fails to substantiate that people with PhDs or master's degrees, impressive capital letters after their names, give better Advice concerning problems of living than do people with high school educations didn't that blow your mind and, and and it shouldn't really because I'm assuming that most of the people in my audience are Christian, and this should resonate with you that proper counseling does not come from the head, it comes from the heart. And I will tell you, having been a victim of, and I only mean that in a figurative sense, I don't claim to be a victim in any sense of the term, having been a victim, figuratively speaking, of a graduate school psychology education, I I can tell you that uh, a graduate school psychology education does not feed the heart. It does not feed the spirit. It feeds the head And again, proper counseling comes from the heart. It has nothing to do with how many years of school you attended, the uh, type of uh, degree you obtained, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The ability to counsel somebody is strictly a matter of an individual's ability to connect heart to heart with that individual. So we're coming up rapidly on uh, the break in the show. This is a 30-minute show, and it, it is a very quick 30 minutes for me. I mean, it really and truly feels like it's 10 minutes when it's uh, when it's over and done, when any given segment is over and done. But we're coming up on the end of the first segment. And just want to remind everybody, you're listening to a program called Because I Said So on American Family Radio, Uh, I'm carried every Saturday afternoon, uh, depending on where you are in the U.S., 6 o'clock Eastern Time, 5 Central, and you can do the math from there, exclusively on American Family Radio. I want to thank all the folks at AFA and AFR for extending me this privilege and opportunity. And when we come back, I will explain why... Christians should not get involved with psychology under any circumstances. Stay tuned. Hi, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, John Roseman, and the show is called Because I Said So. Once again, carried on American Family Radio. Thank you, Tim Wildman and everyone at AFA and AFR for giving me this opportunity. I love doing the show. I hope everyone in my listening audience loves the show, loves to listen as much as I love to do it. The, uh, the show is all about parenting, and it's carried on American Family Radio every Saturday. Uh, there, there are you know exceptions here and there when there's special holidays and things like that. But every Saturday, for the most part, 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Central, what would that be, Mountain Time, 4 o'clock in Pacific Time, 3 o'clock uh, all across America, exclusively on American Family Radio. And uh, on this show, I'm talking about psychology, and I'm eminently qualified to talk about psychology because I am a psychologist. I see psychology from the inside. And I promised before the break that I would explain why Christians should not get involved in psychology under any circumstances. Christians should not go see psychologists. Christians should not go see even people who call themselves Christian psychologists, Let me explain to you folks that a Christian psychologist is simply a psychologist who himself or herself attends church, identifies as a Christian, and is trying to market him or herself primarily to a Christian audience. Uh, Listen once again. A Christian psychologist is a psychologist who is trying to market him or herself to a Christian audience and claims to be a Christian. Well, folks, this is an undeniable truth. You cannot subscribe to a psychological worldview and a biblical-slash-Christian worldview simultaneously. They stand in opposition to one another. People who call themselves Christian psychologists are kidding themselves. I don't think they're being purposefully disingenuous. They're kidding themselves. They don't understand themselves, the antagonism that is inherent in the relationship between a biblical and a psychological worldview. All psychological theories are theories concerning human nature. They postulate the manner in which human beings supposedly tick. And that would be fine if these theories had been confirmed by research, but they have not. That is right. Not one psychological theory concerning human nature, the big three being humanistic psychology, behavioral psychology, and Freudian psychology, has ever been confirmed by dispassionate research. In short, psychology consists of wrong ideas. I referred in the first segment to the fact, and I do believe it is a fact, that when Paul in Colossians chapter 2, verses 8, 9, and I believe maybe 10, refers to deceptive philosophies that depend on man's own thinking and traditions and not on Christ, that he was profoundly referring to psychology. Not exclusively, but that he was prophetically including psychology in that indictment. Because psychology has boxed itself into a corner with these wrong ideas, and because it refuses to admit that its theories constitute a house of cards It continues to teach these wrong ideas to psychology graduate students. Now, folks, listen to me clearly. Psychologists know that none of these theory systems, humanistic, behavioral, or Freudian, has ever been validated through dispassionate research. Yet they continue to teach these ideas to psychology graduate students. Why? Because they've run out of ideas. They don't have any more ideas to teach. And so either they step up and admit, okay, we've been wrong about everything, or they try and salvage their existence and continue to fool the public into believing they know what they're talking about, and they have chosen the latter. Psychology is the most atheistic Profession in America, perhaps the world, perhaps ever. All of its major figures Freud, Carl Jung, Abraham Maslow, Carl Rogers, B.F. Skinner all of them denied the biblical God. Freud, for example, the so called father of modern psychology, thought belief in God was a mental illness. Skinner, B.F. Skinner, the so-called father of behavioral psychology, thought people who believed in God needed reprogramming. The central tenet of humanistic psychology is that the God of the Bible does not exist. That man is the peak of creation slash evolution. Where does one go from there? Down one blind alley after another, that's where. And all of that is why there is no such thing as a Christian psychologist. Yeah, I'm going to beat this drum. Yes, there are people who call themselves Christian psychologists. They're kidding themselves. They haven't done their biblical homework. And those are the options. They are either kidding themselves or they haven't done their biblical homework or both because... The term Christian psychologist is what is called an oxymoron. It is internally contradictory. You can't be a Christian in the truest sense of the term. And in other words, you cannot adhere to a biblical worldview and also espouse psychological theory as if it was valid. And, I, you know, if there is a Christian psychologist, a person who calls themselves a Christian psychologist in this radio audience, and you disagree with me, I want to hear from you. You can send an email to radio at com, and you can tell me why you think I am wrong, and I will read your email on the air in an upcoming show, and I will prove to my listening audience, and I won't use your name, I promise, I will prove to my listening audience beyond a shadow of a doubt why you are wrong, but I want to please hear from you. And and by the way, I'm aware that several prominent Christians call themselves Christian psychologists, and I'm not going to name people by name. Some of you out there, a name or two will immediately pop into mind. My only explanation for that, the most charitable explanation, I think, is that they're kidding themselves absolutely positively kidding themselves folks i've i've lost my computer screen i need to get it back so if you'll just bear with me for a moment there i am again all right some people might uh uh even say that uh, that was an example of demonic attack that my computer screen suddenly went down in the minute in the middle of a uh, my rant against people who call themselves christian psychologists hey uh you know that's um uh, i put that out there somewhat facetiously but in fact there is uh, a grain perhaps of potential truth in that uh and by the way i need to say in in the midst of this rant against people who call themselves christian psychologists that i believe in the complete sufficiency of Scripture, and therefore I am a believer in biblical counseling. So sometimes people hear me and they, you know, talk about this kind of thing and they think, oh, John, you don't believe in counseling. No, I believe in counseling. Uh, Jesus was the the wonderful counselor. Uh, I believe in counseling, but I only believe in counseling through Christ. I only believe in biblical counseling. I do not believe that there is any other valid form of counseling than biblical counseling. So there is an intellectual arrogance to psychology. And I want to tell you, I know this because I am a psychologist and I see the profession from the inside. And before I accepted Christ in my own, into my life and accepted my own sinfulness. Uh, I was an intellectually arrogant individual. Uh, I will admit to that, confess to that, and I have repented for it. Take it from somebody who's been there, done that, and has recovered, I hope. People trained in psychology tend to believe, to f- paraphrase the uh, 17th century, 16th century philosopher, René Descartes. I think Therefore, I am correct. The profession even has a term for people who disagree with something that a psychologist says about them. They are being resistant. In other words, the the profession of psychology refuses to even consider that maybe what a psychologist says about somebody, his analysis of that person is wrong. That is a form of idolatry and a very dangerous one at that. All of which is why psychologists should never have been given power by the courts to determine who is fit to stand trial and who is not. Who is a fit parent and who is not. Psychologists should not be vested by the government with the final say in anything concerning a person's life. Yep, well, I've got a lot more. And and by the way, I don't have any axe to grind against my profession. Uh, I don't have uh, any, uh, any truck with my profession, but I don't have an axe to grind. I simply believe they're wrong about everything. Anyway, folks, we're right up to the end of the show. John Roseman, glad you could join us because I said so and all that American Family Radio every Saturday afternoon. Hope you enjoyed the show and hope you can join us next Saturday for more Along the Same Lines. God bless.